This is Outside the Round with Matt Barrill, a Rage Rowdy podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Outside the Round. It's your boy, Matt Barrill, and today a very special guest. Another one of our friends from north of the border, a proud member of the Rays Rowdy family. We've got our girl, Miss Allie Walker, with us. Allie, how you doing on this rainy Friday morning? I'm doing so good. It's Friday. It TGIF. is Friday. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Oh, my God. I don't even know. I filmed a TV show. You filmed a freaking TV show? Yes. I'm the host of a new like car restoration TV show that I can't say the name yet, but... I've always wanted to like host something. Yeah. And it's actually so on brand because um, I get to kind of like be music in it too. I'm myself, yeah. which is nice. Um, and there's like truck restorations and I love big trucks and it's really cool. No shit. See, yeah. I did not know you were a car girl. Uh, I'm a truck girl. I'm a, a Dodge, truck girl. Dodge Ram girl. Dodge Ram girl. Yeah. Okay. Always loved trucks. My dad always had a Dodge Ram. He said everything else was a piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true Ram guy, by the way, yep. I gotta say. Spoken like a true Ram guy. <laughs> so I, I just wrote a song, I Like Big Trucks. Hey. And I'm recording it next week. Awesome. And uh, so we kind of played that into this TV show, too. Hell yeah. That's yeah. awesome. We'll definitely be on the lookout for that. So you've been in the States now. How long has this trip been? It's been a pretty long one, right? Yeah, it's a month. It's the most I've been away. Um, but and like every day I'll have, you know, a breakfast meeting or a podcast in the morning and then write a song during the day and record something at night or have a meeting at night. And it's so busy, but like everything I've been waiting for my whole life. We love that. That's yeah. freaking awesome. So when did you make your first trip down here? Like 12 years ago. 12 years ago? Yeah. Oh, shit. A how long old, time ago. How old were you back then? Um, 19. 19, making your first trip down here. 19 or 20, yeah. I had a fake ID because oh. you're legal in Canada at yes. 19. Yes. See, I used to work as a bouncer downtown. So I would run into that all the time with Canadians that were that were not 21 that were like, I can drink in Toronto. Why can't I drink here? Exactly. Like, sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, That's so, so what was that? What was that first trip like for you? <clears throat> um, it was good. I was so green. I really didn't start singing till high school. So I had a lot to learn. Yeah. Um, my husband knew like one person in Nashville and he's like, hey, will you like take Allie under your wing? And he's like. I don't have time, but I know someone that might. And it was, um, his name's Danik Dupal, and he was in a country band called Emerson Drive. Oh, Emerson Drive. Yes. Talk yes. about a throwback. Canadian legends. Moments, days in the sun, moments. Yes. That was like their big hit. And um, they were getting off the road, and he just started producing. So he had like a little studio in his bedroom and was doing demos. And he honestly took me under his wing and was getting me to write with amazing Canadian songwriters that really I shouldn't have been in the room yet. Um, but the best piece of advice he gave me on that trip or, or another trip was you only get one first impression. Yeah. So I kind of stopped coming to Nashville after a little bit um, because I just needed a lot of development yeah. and I didn't want to do that in the eyes of Nashville because then, you know, 10 years later, they're going to think I'm still that girl. Yeah. So I'm glad that now I'm back, you know, I've been coming back and forth for like 10 years, but now I'm back and like this is my first impression, which is nice. Yeah, I'd say you've been you've been killing it and getting to see you at at places like Whiskey Jam at at our events that we that we do at Live Oak. When you break out, you call it the little kidney bean, that little electric <laughs> that little electric bagpipe. Yeah, 
there's certain moments where, especially with like acoustic shows, like the writers' rounds that we do, where there's there's moments where like the room just erupts, and it's like either like the lyrics of a song, the voice with you it was it was that plus an, an instrument that you never <laughs> freaking see, and that was that's been one of my like highlights of of this year as far as rounds go. When wow. you played our um, our friends giving night, and you broke that out, and the whole room was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome." <laughs> Well, I grew up playing the bagpipes, and I always wanted, like, to put it in my country music. But, like, yeah. how do you put bagpipes in country music tastefully? Yeah. Um, and, like, my last trip to Nashville, actually, we we wrote this song. I walked into the writer's room, and the writer was just chatting and getting to know me, and she found out that I played the bagpipes. And she was like, we need to write a bagpipe song. <laughs> yes. And I was like, okay, but how? And she was like, let's make it like a drinking sea shanty song. And she literally like whipped out the chorus on the spot. Um, and then we just rolled with it. And that's been like my number one so far life changing song, which is pretty cool. And then I get to perform with the electric bagpipes because you can't play the real bagpipes. And yeah. Like sing yeah. At the same time. Yeah. It's so. a little, little difficult. A little difficult to blow. And they don't they don't go in tune with like every key. So I have a little electric one and it can change keys and i just have to hit it once i don't have to you know blow into it or hit it all <laughs> yeah. the time so it's great and it gets the crowd going because they're like what the fuck is that yes exactly and for me growing up in new york i had neighbors that were fired that were irish firefighters that would play the bagpipes or the big marching drums yeah, in yeah. all the different parades and yeah. i always joke with people and my southern friends would always <laughs> would always would always give me shit for because i'd be when i was tour managing I'd be on the aux in the van and I'd be playing like Dropkick Murphys or Flogging Molly and they'd be like, they're not bagpipe shelf. I'm like, the bagpipe is the northern person's fiddle. Like, I love oh, the bagpipe. Sure. It just, it makes me want to run through a wall. It brings me back to being a little kid at the parades with my grandfather. Yeah. Like, I love it. So the fact that you're incorporating that in the country music and it's fucking working. Like, it's, even if it didn't, even if it wasn't like a huge hit, I'd still be like, fuck yeah, this is cool. But like, to see it do what it's done for you, been awesome. It's been good. And, there's so much noise now and and competition that you got to do something to stick out. Yeah. And I didn't mean to do it purposefully, but it's definitely been nice where people, you know, might not remember me because I'm just another blonde country girl, but they can say, oh, is that that girl with the bagpipes? So it's kind of cool. Yeah. So coming up in the Canadian scene, that's a scene that we are very much trying to champion with Ray's Rowdy. And no, I think we're doing you. a pretty, I think we're doing a pretty good job. We've had a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of Canadians on the pods lately. We just did that, that big event with a whole um, show for Canadians. With Sawyer. That yes. night was freaking crazy, especially all those crazy folks that were in town from Prince Edward Island. <laughs> we had a drunk guy come up and we thank him. I don't know his name. He bought like, 14 hats and like nice. four shirts and he was i was like they must be trying to get rid of all their american dollars before they leave the country <laughs> like, but possibly. it was yeah possibly but they there's there's something about the canadian country scene especially the way that folks back home embrace canadian yeah. born artists like yeah. embrace you guys and girls that are that are doing it back home and the festival scene like boots and hearts that's up there and the stampede and different things that go on like yeah, and I've never been out of the country, but I think Canada is going to be the first place I go. My girlfriend's like, no, we're going to go to like Europe or something for your first first time out of the country. But I'm like, I think I got to go to Canada oh, and I got to wow. go to Boots and Hearts or I got to go yeah. see, see Allie or see Owen or see Josh or see James or Jade or Ben or somebody north of the border. Boots and Hearts would be a good place to start. That's what I've heard. I've heard that it's just it's it's a it's a spectacle. And bring this there. Yes. And bringing like 
the energy because we go to a lot of festivals in the here in the states and boots and hearts is one that people even american-born artists like nate smith talks about his mm -hmm. experience at boots and hearts bailey zimmerman talks about that morgan and hardy had emotional moments at that show like it's yeah. it's just such like a landmark kind of festival but what's it like coming up in the canadian scene like how is it like for for somebody like myself who's never been there i think it's pretty cool that no one realizes that canada has their whole own music scene and it's a great place to be able to start and like build those connections and, and do shows. Like I played Boots and Hearts this year and it was on the side stage and it's just through, you know, knowing people within the small Canadian country music community. Um, it's pretty cool to have like a whole other career in Canada and, and some people stay just in Canada and tour the whole thing and can make a whole life out of it. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it reminds me of like Texas. Like it there's is artists, like there's artists that will just stay in Texas, will tour the surrounding states like Oklahoma, yeah. Arkansas, like go to New Mexico or like do like the Western thing. And it feels like Canada is like that, particularly like Ontario, like Eastern Canada, huge country market. And I didn't realize like how many American artists go up there and tour too. Like oh, yeah. Tyler Hubbard just finished the great tour with our boy Owen Riegling. Um, Chase Rice has a big tour coming up. Like FGL used to tour up there. Morgan had a huge part of his tour that went up there. Like, oh, yeah. You guys get a good taste of the American stuff, but also support your your local folks that come up, like guys like Brett Kissel, Dallas Smith, that yeah. have been doing it for a very long time. Like, yeah, I love how much you know about Canadian country. Well, yeah, I mean, because that's again something like we don't discriminate on where the country music comes from. If it's good freaking music, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna listen to it and we're gonna talk about it. And it's there's it just seems like right now is the moment for Canadian country especially here in Nashville there's, like there's so many of us down here there's so many we put together a whole freaking night of like 16 Canadian countries and there were <laughs> and there were people that weren't available like there's even more than what was there that night oh yeah and it seems like you guys and girls are all like tight-knit and pretty close yeah. as well which is a huge thing yeah I feel like we definitely support each other and especially when it comes to like coming up to rounds or going to each other's shows like we're we're there for each other for sure yeah, that's awesome. I see you got a Braves jersey on. Are you in the Are you in the baseball? Or are you just? It's a cool no. looking jersey. It's like vintage. Um, how'd you get that? Is this terrible that I can say that? Like, I really just got it because there was an A on it. I mean, no, <laughs> not at all. I mean, the A is a very popular thing. This is from Brother G, who is so cool. He's Nashville based and he sources vintage clothes. Oh no shit. We got I gotta get his info from you because we like vintage stuff. So as well. cool. And he had a whole styling appointment for me in his house and like he looked at my Instagram and my my vibe and like pulled all of these cool things and you know, I left with a bunch of amazing vintage clothes. Yeah, because that Braves jersey is sick. That's like old school, like Hank Aaron. Yeah, like there's even like shit. pit stains in it from someone else. Oh, so it was, it's it's a worn, like that's a game worn jersey. <laughs> yeah. Are you a big sports girl? Um, I grew up hockey, like Canadian, obviously hockey, going to hockey games every week for boyfriends. I played hockey. Oh, really? Yeah. But I don't watch a lot of sports online unless it's playoff. I just want the teams to want to be there yeah, and like fight to the death. So I like playoff sports. So what's your, what's your, what was your hockey team growing up? Like, who'd you, who'd you root for? Are you a Maple Leafs Yeah, girl? basically Maple Leafs, but my good. husband's from Vancouver. So oh, now I'm a Canucks fan. Okay. Yeah. Canucks and I, fan. 
Yeah, and I hear like Vancouver and and um, I mean you can count Montreal too, but I know I know French Canada is a whole different yeah. whole different Quebec, Quebec is a whole different world. Yeah, it is. But people talk about like Toronto and Vancouver, like the two cities to if you're going up to Canada that you got to oh, yeah. see, and they're and they're very different cities. Very different. What's it like for you going out? How does Western Canada compare to like Eastern Canada? Well, I've never lived in Vancouver, but I actually live right now in Kelowna, BC, which is like five hours from Vancouver. It's like desert meets beautiful lakes meets mountains. It's so pretty and it's a uh, wine country. So it's like rolling hills of vineyards. It's so beautiful. Um, and I lived in Toronto for, well, and Ontario for like 12 years. And I love Toronto. I love Toronto so much. Like, yeah. I think that's the only place that I've ever felt like home for some reason, because I love big cities. Okay. So Toronto is, I think Toronto is a great city. Yeah. Especially I, to go out and have fun and be young, live in your 20s. So it's kind of like how Nashville is here in the States. Like, is that where Canadian country kind of lives? Is yeah. Is more so in Ontario? Like, that's yes. where the CCMAs will be and things like that? It's between Calgary and Toronto, but like all the labels and music industry people are mostly in Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Makes, makes so when sense I, then. I just moved from Toronto like a year ago to go to BC, uh, British Columbia, and I, I literally have been in Toronto like every weekend for shows and it costs a lot of money to travel within Canada. So I'm traveling. It costs flying. a lot of money to do anything in oh, Canada right now. I'm God. seeing cause between like folks like yourself wearing our stuff, Owen wearing our stuff, Jade wearing our stuff, Josh, Ben, everybody like mm -hmm. we get order because we ship out online orders with our, with our raise rally merch, which by the way, go to raise You can find all the merch. There you go. Wearing the hat. We love it. We've been shipping a lot of orders to Canada and just the shipping to ship something to fucking Canada. I know. It's like an extra 25, 30 American dollars. I like, know. It is crazy up there right now. Yeah, because I have my own music merch and I'm yeah. just going to, I'm about to transition to it, like an actual merch company that's going to do it for me because I can't be at home sending these merch packages and then also paying like $25 to send one $25 hat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the shipping is just crazy from within canada too yeah this is feeding back is that is okay it? um it's okay yeah it's it'll be all right we'll edit it but that? it's that well that's the chair that's a chair that's the chair oh okay that's the chair we have to wd-40 them so these chairs we bring them out to all the festivals you got a wd-40 we do we, we do have to wd-40 them we get a lot of we get a lot of use out of these chairs because we bring them to all the festivals and all the concerts oh. that we go to because we tailgate a lot so they're rusty oh they're rusty they're they, we've gone <laughs> okay, through them and move. we and we love no you're good you're good if it's in there it's part of part of the show um did you grow up going to a lot of concerts and stuff well, I'm from Prince Edward Island, which is a very small island. Oh, on the so East you're Coast. from where those where those folks were all from that um, came out to our came out to our oh, country yeah. Liberty Night. Okay, yeah, so those yeah, were yeah. your people. I didn't there. know them, but they came out to me and they're like, "Yeah, we saw you were playing here and came out." It's like amazing, and they also came to Whiskey Jam when I played there. Yeah, so cool. They were just visiting and saw that I was playing. Yeah, so. Prince Edward Prince Edward Island. That's why Ben has the song that um, that Saltwater Cowboy. Saltwater Cowboy. So it's yeah. like beachy out there on Prince well, Edward Island. It's an yeah. island, and even if you're in the middle of the island, you, you're 10 to 15 minutes from a beach at all points because it's so small and thin that there's a beach <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. But you know what? It's so cold in the winter that I say, if you're going to come, come in the summer, obviously, because we have like two months of beautiful weather. Yeah. There's white sand beaches. There's red sand beaches. Wow. It's like everything's greener. Everything's bluer. Everything's so beautiful. Uh, it's like a best kept secret in Canada. But other than now, 
having a huge festival called Cavendish Beach Music yes, Festival. Yes, I've heard about that. That's something Sawyer's talked about. Cavendish, oh, yeah. I think he's that's like where they basically, he is Cavendish. Yeah, like I know he's a huge part of that festival and yes. that scene. He was telling us that. When like we got all the volunteers wear Country Liberty t-shirts. Yeah. Like he's huge um, at this festival. But we didn't have a lot of festivals growing up at all. So we always had to, you know, take the bridge or take the ferry over to Halifax or Moncton. Um, like my first concerts were... Avril Lavigne and Sum 41 and I think I saw Rolling Stones in Halifax. So That's awesome. Gretchen Wilson, Alan Jackson. Old school Taylor Gretchen. Swift. Old school Gretchen Wilson. She was ahead of her freaking time because so right now is like the era Nikki T and I call it like like the the, the bad bitches. The girls that you want to drink a beer with that are that yeah. are wild that are fun that you see at Red Door that you see yeah. at uh, they would see at the bars here in Nashville mm -hmm. and Gretchen was so ahead of her time and her shows back in the day had to be electric. Oh my god, I loved her. I think who does she open for? It was Brooks and uh, uh, Brooks and Dunn, Alan Jackson, and her. Wow. Yeah, one of my first concerts. That's a hell of a first show. Yeah. See, my first show was Tim McGraw. That's nice. where I, I grew up. I got look. I was in third grade. And I remember going to school the next day and just being so tired. Uh, my mom and my mom and my aunt, my grandparents say we're like we're bringing you out on the school night. You're getting in the minivan. We stayed the whole freaking show, encore and all. Nice. And um. But then growing up, so it sounds like you grew up with listening to some rock stuff, too. If you were going to see the Stones and like all of us 2000s kids, you went yeah. and saw your your Avril Lavigne, your your pop punk, your some 41. 2000s. Well, I was a 90s kid, but. Well, 90s kid. Yeah, but, but you're but 10. Yeah. Like when I'm 10, I'm Cause what, listening cause to music. Because you're, I'm guessing by, by the math of your first trip here, you're 31? Three. 33. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So, so you, so yeah, like you remember like music being on MTV and you remember. Yes. So we had much music. Much music? Much music. And it was like the Canadian MTV. We also had MTV. But much music was literally everyone's childhood in the 90s and 2000s in Canada. Um, all the big artists came and performed outside. And oh, it was cool. this big building in, in Toronto, um, like basically a landmark. And I, that's how I discovered, you know, the Avril Lavigne's and Sum 41, Our Lady Peace. And Basically, that shaped like my musical influences. But then I discovered CMT and yeah. Taylor Swift and listening to country music. And no one really listened to country music growing up, though. It was my babysitter just always had country music on. I think that like seeped into my veins. Yeah, that'll happen because Canada is big with rock, too. And a yes. lot of people forget that. Like, And I always talk about because I've had I've had Chief on the podcast before. Yeah. And he is like one of the godfathers of what we call <laughs> we call it butt rock. On our thing, like nothing, like nothing but rock. Like when oh, the rock nice. plays with that, so it's like Nickelback. It's it's like Nickelback, Three Days Grace, Hinder, mm -hmm. Default, um, Theory of a Dead Man. Like all those big rock bands that were in Canada. Yeah, like that's a, and that was around that same time period, like yeah. the early to mid two thousands. And my husband was a rock drummer for many years, and he toured with all those people. Oh, really? So when I met him, he introduced me to even more rock, which was cool. Yeah, and then that crosses over in the country because the guys that were producing that came out, came down here and helped yes. build Florida Georgia Line and Morgan Hardy. Wallen and Hardy and even Jake Owens' Barefoot Blue Jean Knight record and all that came I love from. That. And then you see guys like Dallas Smith that were in default then have these big solo country careers. Like, there's such a bridge of Canadian rock into modern country music all over the world. And speaking of that. My new stuff is rocking. Really? Yeah. Fuck yes. I'm bringing back like all of my influences into one thing. I love that. It's like Avril, rock, country, Gretchen Wilson, literally in one thing. I love that. Yeah. Because now's the time to do crossovers and you can you can take chances on yes. your music. Like yeah. now is as good a time as any to 
go out there and make the music you want to make. Like, there's no more like of this cookie cutter shit that no. you had the last 10, 15 years. Like, now's the time to do that. And that's fucking awesome. Exactly. And there's so many times where I'm like, oh, I'm writing this song for radio or I, I need this to fit in a box. And I'm like, well, who am I? I love country. I love rock. What are my influences? What do I want to talk about? Who am I as a person? And like, I love being a tomboy. I love dressing like a tomboy. Um, I am a little rough around the edges. So I think the best thing and even like the best advice I give any artist is you have to find who you are and stick with that and stop trying to be somebody else because it's so much harder trying to be somebody else. Yeah, it really it really is. And that's kind of something that we embody with Ray's Rowdy. Like we our big logos, the the freaking the raccoon that we wear on our shirt where it's like we're we're nice and, and fun and stuff like that. Like, but you back us into a corner, we'll jump at you like the raccoon and elf, you know, like Buddy the Elf when he goes yes. trying to hug the raccoon and it jumps out. And I we love also that. love love digging through and finding new music. Like raccoons dig through to find their food and stuff. Nice. You know? Oh my god, I that's love kind that. of which which the real reason we have it. One of our longtime buddies had a pet raccoon. So Nikki T back in the day was like, okay, I'll make a raccoon shirt for you. Nice. And then it's just become like our our kind of logo. But it's like the authenticity. Like you can tell when somebody's faking it and yeah. not doing real shit, especially in today's day and age. Yeah, I agree. Especially in today's day and age, and with like social media and everything too, and. Your followers are people that can relate to you. Yeah. And Even like playing the bagpipes, that's oh, me. And that's, that's what's changed. Like the following is, you know, gotten bigger because of me being myself. Yeah. Yeah. And like, what what would you say is your biggest like social platform? The one that where you get the most traction? You would done. It TikTok? was TikTok or, and it is TikTok. And I, I love TikTok fans and audience because they actually go and like click the link and stream your music where beforehand I found Instagram to be like very picture heavy and you know they might comment but for them to like leave the platform was harder yes. than yeah. I find TikTok is but nowadays I've been posting on reels and I don't know if they're I'm in the algorithm properly but Instagram has been favoring reels for me and like blowing them up like every single thing I post really I don't know if it's just because I was hammering the reels because that's what they tell you to do. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do it. And then it worked. Yeah. Does it get exhausting in the social media stuff? Because well, I feel like, it, like it's, it's a balance. It's a balance. And like when I'm at home and I have all the time in the world, I'll post every single day or a few times a day. But even this last month where I have like a million things a day, I can understand that when artists get signed or get busy or on the on the road, it's so hard to think about social media. But you, you have to remember there's a whole huge audience on there that you're yeah. not seeing on the road that wants to see your content. So you have to constantly think of creative things, even to promote music. Like I've got a new song coming out. I know. I <laughs> and know. it's like, and how do you promote? You have to think of like a whole release schedule of content. Yeah. What's the new song called again? Cause it's hung like, up, hung up. And it's actually, it is out right now when this podcast drops, cause oh, we're dropping yeah. this the day of shout out to Brad for helping us set that up. You got a great, you got a great team like working with you too, by the way. Yeah, that's something that I've that we we recognize because we work with a lot of different folks. Yeah. You've got some folks that really believe in you and have your back. Well, which is hard. I to didn't find. for a really long time. Yeah, it was just me and my husband for what, 13, 14 years. And it sucks feeling alone and just slugging it out and like hoping someone is going to pay attention. Yeah. And then I met my manager like three, four months ago. And everything's changed because having someone else advocate for you other than you knocking on everybody's door yourself and saying, hey, 
I'm good, please. <laughs> it's a lot better. It's yeah, and having somebody that's down here yes. helps a lot when you're abroad. It makes it very difficult to break through in Nashville because there's art, like the fact that there's there's artists that are huge in Canada and huge in the country scene and winning awards like our like our boy Jade Eagleson. And then in Nashville mm-hmm. or in America, they don't have that buzz, but they're, the music like speaks for itself but people just don't know because yeah. there's that division within the two scenes like having a champion here in town is so fucking important and i have been toying with the idea of moving to nashville for a decade and this was the push i needed and i got my one visa immigration working thing last week so i can be in the Hell country for three yeah. years well, we're, we're we're very happy about yes that. so i'm moving in the new year so yay Fuck yeah i know i'm so excited. do you have a spot in town that you really like no i ha- i'll be homeless i'll probably be living in my manager's basement until i can figure I mean, that's it what out. a lot of people do see i remember like cause i got my start working with Mus- <laughs> working with musk and i bloodline that's how i got my start in in being in like the touring stuff where i was on the road so much for them and when they first moved to town from Alabama, they were living at their manager's house and they were live. they were sharing, it was them and one, it was them. And then it was Riley Green living in the manager's house. Like yeah. when, that's what you have to do. They have to. We are getting to know each other real well. I'm sure. Cause it's so new still that I'm getting to know his family. I'm like integrating with each other so deeply that it's so good because you get a manager is like, it's such a close relationship and you hear of things going sour all the time, but like learning communication right off the bat by living together for a month is pretty cool. Yeah. Have you had the culture shock yet of, of the South versus Canada? But it sounds like you grew up in small town Canada. So it sounds like it shouldn't be. Yeah, no. And you know, having come down here for so long, I kind of, I knew it was up, but I, I definitely miss, Tim Hortons coffee. Yeah. Oh, the Timmy. What are they? The Timmy's mini. Tim bits. Tim bits. Tim bits. Which yes. are like the insides of the donuts. It's like the munch, like munchkins at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, That's what that? we call them. Yeah. Dunk, really? we, we grew up with Dunkin' Donuts, and it's like the same kind of thing, but they call them munchkins. For okay. It's like the donut holes. Yeah. The yeah, middle yeah, of the yeah. donut. Yeah. And Caesars. So not the Caesar salad. Caesar drinks, and it's like a Bloody Mary. Do you know what a Caesar is? I do not. It's like a Bloody Mary, but instead of straight tomato juice, it's clamato juice. What and is, it what sounds is, what is really that? What, what's, a, what's a what's a clamato? It's literally clams in like tomato juice. It's not fishy. Yeah, that sounds like some island shit. Like that sounds like some some. <laughs> it Ali, sounds disgusting. Sounds like some Ali Walker Ben Chase shit. Like some, I'm telling some you, Eastern Canada. all of Canada drinks Caesars. Really? They're the hangover drink. So there's Worcestershire sauce in it, hot sauce. You can put like pickle juice, an extreme bean. Is there alcohol in it? Oh yeah, vodka. I do tequila. See, I'd have to go. So I don't drink anymore. So I'd, I I got to try this, but without the alcohol. Oh it, yeah, it tastes just as good without the alcohol. I'm, uh, I we I'm gonna that's gonna be on my list of things to do to. when I get up there. I'm gonna cross the border and be like, get me what get me a Caesar. Yeah, you you have to have a Caesar, and it's got like a celery salt on the rim. And then sometimes you go to restaurants and there's like little burgers on the top or lobster tails. Like they dress it so crazy. It's unreal. <laughs> that's another world. Yeah, Caesars are. A Canadian staple for a hangover. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I grew up watching Trailer Park Boys. That's like kind of right. Canadian, right? That's on the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. That's how accurate is that? Um, to like the Trailer Park in Canada. I, I don't know. I don't frequent the trailer parks in Canada, but 
I'm sure it was a big show though, right? In oh, Canada, because I know my cr- dad watched it. It's a crossed over to the states, and if it's like crossing over into other countries, I feel like like that and Letterkenny oh, yeah. are like Letter- what I what I think of with Canada. Shit's Creek, yeah, Shit's Creek, another one. Yeah. People forget about Shit's Creek being a Canadian show. Yeah, there's some good Canadian shows. A lot of shows film in Canada. Like what else is filmed up there? Like, every, like if you actually look at any TV shows, I'm sure most of them are filmed in Canada. So Toronto has a huge film scene. Really, I actually started. Um, doing background for TV shows. Like I was in Suits, like five episodes of Suits. You were in Suits? Like background. But you were still I had a, in Suits. I had a few suits. little featured background. Yeah, there's. I, I was on a ton of shows. I don't even remember them anymore. Because that's just like, I was getting into modeling and acting and background was just like, why would I work, you know, at Tim Hortons when I can just do background stuff? Oh, you working at Tim Hortons? No, but why I would say, I do I was like... going to say, you as t- you were working at Timmy's. I feel like that's a Canadian staple too, working at Timmy's. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't work at Tim's, but it's like if you're getting paid minimum wage, I'd rather be on set with, you know, the people from Suits. Than... Yeah, take, yeah, doing, doing something productive. Yeah, it was really cool. Just sense. to be like on set, I feel like all these things prepared me for the stuff I'm doing now. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, like doing a damn TV show. <laughs> yeah. Which is freaking awesome. And the fact that it's just, that it's filmed in this area too, yeah. it just times out, like the timing is just seeming to be perfect for you with what you've got going on and what you're trying to do. Yes. And this seems like it's been such a big year for you too. It's been a big month. Well, yeah, the the best year ever, even like the Spotify rap that just came out. I don't really like sharing that kind of stuff, but. I don't, I don't either. Like yeah. When it comes to like the list, but I'm doing it as a listener, but it's yeah. like. I'll listen to some stuff, but a lot of it's like listening to my friends. Like I've, I've just never like shared. Yeah. I've never shared the Spotify rap thing before. Yeah. But this year, a lot of growth. Yeah. Like three times the amount wow. of last year. Actually, I have my Spotify wrapped from like four or five years ago when I first started pr- putting music out and it said 236 streams but for the whole year. So it's really cool to have that picture to now. Yeah. Now if and you then, go on your Spotify for artists, you probably have more than that at one time. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> like listening, people listening right now at the same time. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, it, that's all you can hope for is growth. And I'm yeah. such a like vision board, um, goal oriented person. I've got this Excel sheet that has like a 30 year plan, 10 year plan, five year plan. Oh one shit. Year plan. Okay. So you're really, you're really in oh, it. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're, you're doing this for a living, you got to have goals and, and try and reach them. And then also appreciate once you get them because I was finding I was maybe achieving some things, but like just moving on to the next thing Yeah, and writing it down and getting to like turn it from clear to green is like a nice <laughs> <Yes>. little <laughs> yes. like check mark where it's like, Oh, I, I maybe would have passed over that and not appreciated it. Yeah. So what's, what's a, what's a 30 year goal look like for Ali Walker? 30, like 30 oh. years. That's a lot. See, I, I'm really different old by then. Well, no, but you said you had like a 30, like a, yeah. like a long-term, what are like some Definitely long-term retired. things that you want? Well, retired at some point, <laughs> yes. What are some like, like I want a house in Malibu or the OC. I okay. want a house in Toronto. I want a house in Vancouver. Okay, so real estate tycoon, Ali Real Walker. estate. Yes. okay. And like I've always wanted to be on a TV show. Like I'm the host of a TV show now, but like acting in a TV show, like branching off. In 30 years, I'm going to have toured like crazy and probably never want to be on the road again. Yeah. So I want to maybe transition to acting or something yeah how'd you get your start doing shows what like, does a starter gig look like like when you're when you're having 
200 something streams a year like what were were you like oh. playing bar gigs were you like playing parties like how'd you kind of get your start to well i was really shows? green so then when i met my husband he was like you need to start performing because he had been touring his whole life and he's like you have to be on stage and things go wrong and you have to learn how to figure that out or talk to the crowd for five minutes while they figure out your mic yeah. so i had a cover band and i really did not enjoy a single minute of it and we were playing like at the bars there you play thursday friday saturday so it's three 45 minute sets till whatever three o'clock and then we had a whole trailer of gear we would bring in like a whole setup like run in-ears had a big board like really learned how to do a proper show and we'd get home at like four or five a.m and then have to do it again the next day but also work during the day and just playing at bars or people they're not paying attention to you or they're just like hammered or you never get to play your original music like it sucks but I learned a lot how to perform how to talk to a crowd even like learning how to sing in different genres rock and you know how to sing Carrie Underwood on stage where really I should not be singing Carrie Underwood yeah um <laughs> it all was a learning experience and I learned from every show but I didn't love it so I played weddings um corporate events bars and the last cover gig i did was at a legion legion is like a veterans hall yeah, oh yeah we have those here okay yeah. and it was like a thanksgiving day and there was literally two like 90 year olds in the crowd and that's it and i got the drummer to take a picture of me from the back to a crowd of absolutely nobody in this legion basement and i'm like this is the last time i ever do this type of gig or cover gig again and I want to be able to like show that like before and after of, you know, when I'm playing to a big crowd. Yeah, yeah. that's that's freaking awesome. What yeah. are the um, like in Nashville? There's like people like Wagon Wheels, a very requested song. What was like yeah. the bit? What was like the the quintessential cover song in the Canadian scene? Um, Sweet Caroline and Don't Stop Believing. OK, so it's the classic rock stuff. Yeah. 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 Sweet Caroline. You get a bunch of drunk people. They're paying attention just for that one. Song. Bop, bop, bop. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that here, too. Oh, it's like yeah. That, it's like that here, too. And that's like a big, big, New Eng big song up in New England, too. So, yeah. my, so I'm from New York. My dad's originally from Maine. So I right. Maine's like kind of like basically Canada. East Coast Canada. Yeah. You can see the, the, the sign switch to kilometers at a certain point in Maine. You really? Know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh, cross cool. you cross over from New Hampshire and there's like moose crossing signs and then it says like montreal and it says um toronto in kilometers like how That's far they are cool. from maine so i've never been to canada but i've seen the signs for canadian cities yeah. in kilometers so that's cool that's like kind of there honestly i give it up to the guys who play broadway here though oh yeah and Holy there's moly. and there's guys and girls that'll do doubles or triples i know they go from they start out morning shift at one bar and then they go to another bar and then they go to another bar and they'll do 12 hours it must be lucrative Oh yeah, there's. I have friends who like had good touring gigs and then got off the road to just play Broadway. Like bass players, guitar players, drummers. They're like, I want to sleep in my own bed. Right. I want to have a family. I don't want to be on the road. I can make more playing at Broadway. Whiskey Row, playing at Aldine's, playing at Tootsie's than I can going on tour opening for somebody with a band. I've been running into that because I'm trying to build a Nashville band, and I I can understand that. Why wouldn't you do that? Rather yeah. than being and maybe making less and being on the road and never being home. I mean, it, it's fun being on tour, though. So Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved being on tour. I did it. I probably did over 400 shows over the last four years, like where I was just going with 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 artists and traveling in a van or traveling in a bandwagon. And luckily, I got to experience the bus thing a little bit, which was very nice because I didn't have to drive. 
But what you got to do is you got to find guys and girls that believe yeah. in you and see the vision and yeah. are like, we want to be with Ali Walker for when she's opening for someone or playing at a tin roof in St. Louis or mm -hmm. in freaking Delray Beach, Florida to when it's her name on the marquee sign at at the Ryman, at Red Rocks, like somebody who's all in and believes in you yeah. just the way that your management team does. It's true. It's so important to have that. And it, and that, that'll that come, especially with you getting to be here more. Yeah. You'll find guys and girls that are like, we really believe in this girl. Like they believe it's in It's hard to champion. find. They're, that they're, they're eager. Yes. They're really good players. Even like, you know, the look matters and at having stage presence on stage. But also you're with these people for so long oh. that they have to have good hang not be a weirdo. Yeah. Doesn't get like hammered and, and sloppy, which you can get hammered, but like not sloppy. Yes. It's, There's a fine line. <laughs> yeah. there. I mean, it's going to be an interesting transition because I've never really toured. Like I've only done local gigs in Ontario. You can, it's almost like Texas. You can play so many gigs. So I've never been on a bus, been on a van, but I have tours booked for 2024 and I'm like about to get a taste of it all. Six. So where are you going? Is it mostly back home in Canada stuff, or do we have some stuff here in the uh, states? Nothing is released or confirmed, but Texas. Oh fuck yes! Yeah, I love Texas. Yeah, I love Texas because it's it's a different world, and it's like I'm sure like the difference between Ontario and Calgary, where it's it is that Western kind of thing. Yeah, and the crowds like you're used to at like a rock show or a cover show or any of that stuff. The crowds up in the front. Nice. In Texas, what they'll do at these dance halls. And it weirded me out at first because I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? They have like the dance floor. No drinks allowed on the dance floor. Dance floor is just for dancing. So you'll have. Wow. You'll you'll see like guys will sell out shows in Texas and it'll be everybody will be like packed like sardines on the side. And then the moment you start playing, they'll get out on the dance floor and they'll start twirling the guys will start twirling the girls around the dance floor like and, they're moving and, and then they're dancing and then you'll stop playing that song and then they'll walk off and then you'll start playing the next song and they'll walk back on oh wow like I'm you'll pumped. have that yeah like you'll have that especially when you're playing whiskey's gone people are going to lose their fucking minds when you break out that fucking little kidney bean thing <laughs> people it's it's gonna texas is is great and what's great about texas too because i used to do the merch selling thing they buy so much oh. merch. Oh yeah, they buy. We would always pack an extra an extra box of stuff whenever we'd go to Texas or one of the surrounding states because that scene, they just they love trucker hats. Oh, they love cool. buying shirts. They love Good to know. and they like being early on artists like we are with Raise Ready. Like like we are with with a lot of with yourself and a lot of our Canadian friends where we're like we're getting nice. to see the see you guys when you first get in the national first really start to like ramp up. They love supporting artists early on. So like there's a people that are going to want to have an Ali Walker shirt to show in a few years. Yeah. When it's when people are like, oh, fuck. That's an, how long have you had that Ali Walker shirt? Like, we saw her here when there were 100 people and it was our first <laughs> time in Texas. There's people that live for that That's shit out goal. there. That's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. And it's but people are passionate and you'll get ride or dies out there. Nice. Like they those ride or dies. Exist. My top market is Houston, I think. On, really? On my Spotify's and stuff. Yeah. And Houston's great. There's a venue out there called the Armadillo Palace that Willie Nelson was actually integral in building. And that's a cool like dance hall thing. And nice. I've done an indoor show there, done an outdoor show there. And have you been to a Bucky's yet? No. OK, so that's going to be a big thing. And you've probably seen it on. Instagram or have you heard of Bucky's? Yes, I okay. have. 
So Bucky's is nuts because it's it's a Texas based thing that's now all over the southeast, like all of, out here in Tennessee too. Yeah, it's the size of a Walmart, but it's a gas station that has like two hundred pumps, and truckers oh, wow. and truckers aren't allowed to go there. So with bathrooms, super clean. You've got like 50, 60 stalls in the Why bathroom. Why no truckers? Because they don't want it to get dirty. <laughs> like, like, like I'm talking like the AT, like the like the big yeah, riggers yeah, and yeah. stuff. Like like a Loves. Like you go into a Loves or a Pilot. You yeah. don't know what you're going to get sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, like Loves, Pilot, Petro, TA, Flying J, any of those. They get a little dicey. You get a little dicey. And so okay. truck so, stops in America are a different thing. I'm going to keep that in mind for yes. when I'm on the road. When you're in Bucky's, though, they have like, they have like, you can get everything from like a tree stand to a pair of jeans to fishing stuff to like nice, like decorative signs to like a really good barbecue sandwich. They have a whole wall of jerky. I'm it is a one of a kind place. Like so you can live so, off of Bucky's. Oh yeah, some people get sick of it because like I've probably been to Bucky's probably like 50, 60 times just from being on the road so much. And then like the first few times you're like, we gotta stop at Bucky's. We gotta stop <laughs> yeah. at Bucky's. And they're open all the time. They're 24 hours, which is great. But then there's people that'll get like sick of it. But that, that's is gonna this be sponsored something. by Bucky's. No, it's, we Bucky's. If you want, they're very big about the logo too. Like yeah. if you try to imitate like. Say we did a Bucky's logo and we put like a raccoon in it, yeah. we'd have a we'd have like papers sent to us like right away. Like Sued right away. Oh, they'll sue you. They're very protective of their fucking beaver. The logo's a beaver. Okay, yeah, I know that. I know. Yes. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you go to Bucky's, you're. Uh, I'm interested to hear how your first Bucky's experience goes because it, it is it is it is it is next level. So, so um so hung up comes out um today when we're releasing this. Yeah. Tell us about that song a little bit. What went into that? Well, I came to Nashville earlier this year to write and I was writing with Kelly Archer and Dave Cohen. I was writing with Kelly Archer for the first time. Kelly great, is a huge, great writer. Yeah. Great writer. Uh, she's Canadian, but she's American basically yeah. and, and has so many great hits here. Uh, so I was like already nervous kind of going into this, write, And I had already done a lot of writing sessions already for this trip. And like, I only have so many ide fresh ideas in my can of ideas. And I was like, Oh, I have no ideas left. So I was having a shower that morning and I was just like, think brain, think, think. And I was like, okay, hung up. What if there was two meanings? Cause I love songs that have two meanings. So I was like, what if it's like, I ain't hung up on you, but also like, I'm going to hang up on you. Um, so that's what I brought into the room. And if you listen to the song, like the syncopation of the chorus is like so interesting the way the lyrics hit. Um, and it took like a long time to write with them because we wanted to flush it out and make it really good. And Dave was making a demo right on the spot. Normally writing sessions, like it's three hours and you got to go to the next one or people have somewhere to be, but they flushed it out for like six hours with me. Wow. Yeah. And we did like a really great demo and then he sent it to me that night and I literally listened to it a thousand times over the next few weeks. And that to me is a sign that I am obsessed with a song. So then I came right back down and recorded that song and the whiskey's gone in the same few days and uh it's like the first introduction of this next wave of music where it's like more rock centric a little heavier and little badass bitch country hell yeah <laughs> i love i love when an artist gets to go into like the night like where ne it yeah. gets to that next chapter well my last album i wrote and recorded like two or three years ago but you're still promoting it because i put every single song out as a single so by the time i was at my last single i was like i'm like a different person yeah 
and you still need to promote it. And you're still like, it was still very personal and it resonated, but vocally I got better, like production changed, uh, even like looks changed. So it's nice to like go into this new phase where it's like, I just wrote my next few songs like this week, but I'll be able to put them out in like January, February, March. Cause we're just doing things so much faster now where it's like, I can stay excited about the songs cause they're so fresh. Awesome. That's what you want. You yeah. want to be excited about the stuff and you want your fans to get excited. And yeah. right now it just seems like there's a perfect storm. Like the rocket ship is just fucking going right now in the Ali Walker train. Well, and, I hope so. Oh, it is. It is. Cause there's, there's, there's buzz going on and we're so excited that you, you got that visa through and <laughs> yeah. that you've got new music coming out and that yeah. you've got trips coming up and yeah. that you'll be, you'll be back down here in a much more like semi-permanent yes. kind of role over the next few years as your career progresses. Yeah. And we can't wait to have you play more Ray's Rowdy events. Yay. Can't wait to, to check in with you maybe a while from now and we'll do another and you could talk about and give us a Bucky's review. Tell us about yeah, your Bucky's I'll have experience. gone on tour. I'll have new music out. I'll be a permanent resident here. Let's so you're, you're getting me at like this really transition time, which is cool. But like there's so many things on the books that it would be great to come back and chat. Let's do it. And we'll be in the new studio by then too, yeah. which we're very fucking excited about. This room's been great and it gets the job done. But yes. like our next our next phase, like having like a raised rowdy headquarters is gonna be really cool. So we'll definitely That's have sick. you in for that. We're very congrats on everything. Excited. Thank you. you guys, yeah, it's you're been, killing it. It's been a been a crazy year and we're planning on a lot more a lot more things coming up next year too, where next year's gonna be we're hoping to triple what we're doing next Good. year. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot doing. Well the this. merch is great podcast great i've always wanted to do your round and i got two rounds you got two in the span of like a few days yeah like that's just perfect <laughs> that's exactly what you want and you got to be a part of one of our one of our first big canadian events we're looking forward to doing more of those yeah. um because we love canadian country we yeah. really do and yeah. we love all of our, our canadian friends like yourself so where can people go to find you on all the socials and everything well you know what it was aliwalker.ca and then i was like okay I need to be American now. <laughs> I, so I, I had to get AllieWalker.com and it was a lot of money. Really? To get AllieWalker.com because I had built up my SEO or whatever as like I got, you know, press yeah. that it actually upped my own domain to like thousands of dollars. But I needed to buy it because I didn't want anybody else to buy it. So I paid like $4,500 just to own Ali Walker. No shit. All right. So <laughs> yeah. y'all be sure to visit that shit because she has put the investment in and there's, and yes. there's, we got merch and stuff on there right now too. Yeah. Merch, new merch coming. Um, Amazon exclusive merch coming uh, with the hung up. And, uh, I actually just got Ali Walker on Instagram too, which is so hard to get. Yeah. Like they probably got that like 15 years ago when they got Instagram, it was some little like, um, 14 year old and I convinced them to give it to me. Wow. So it's still Allie Walker music, but I, I own Allie Walker, which is cool. Let's go. That's awesome. <laughs> this is such petty first world problem things. To no, have to but no, but it, no, but it's what you fucking need to do. Yeah, it's, it's how true. it's how it works. It's what you need to do, especially so in in your career. And we can't wait to see you on TV doing that show. Yeah, it'll be I'm fun. So excited for April. the details in April. All right, perfect. Yeah, awesome. Well, y'all be sure to check out our girl Allie Walker. Hung up is out now, along with a bunch of other great songs that she has been putting out. And be on the lookout. New music coming. She's going to be hosting a TV show that we can't reveal all the details of yet, but it's going to be coming soon. So y'all stay tuned for that and be sure to give her a follow. Check out all the music. And uh, we love Allie. Happy to have you as a part of our Raised Rowdy family. 
Thank you so much. I'm pumped Tennessee. to do lots more with you guys. Yes, we're pumped to have you. It gets us very excited. Well, y'all be sure to check out our girl, Allie. Um, as always, uh, shout out to our friends, Whaletail Media, Saxman Studios, our boy Mitch Wallace with the Digital Marketing Agency. You guys want to find out more, visit RaisedRowdy.com. For our girl, Allie, I'm Matt Burrill. This has been Outside the Round. Come on.